Hello, everyone, and welcome to the first episode of Band History. I am your host, Colin McElhane, and today's episode, I will be interviewing Kaidi Hu. He is a multi-instrumentalist and is a very good friend of mine. Before we get into the interview, I would like to say a couple of things. The first thing is that when I was recording the interview, the playback would be a second later, which kind of threw me off because I don't think that's supposed to happen when recording an interview. Another thing is that Kaidi's microphone would go soft, so in some parts of the interview, it's kind of hard to hear what he's saying, but don't worry, I edited the podcast before posting and fixed that, so it's kind of a bit better, I guess. So anyways, let's begin the interview with Kaidi Hu. Hey, what's up, man? Hey. How's it going, man? Good. How are um, you? Pretty good, pretty good. Are we going to do a run-through, or is this uh you want to do it now okay okay so welcome to the podcast today we have kaidi who and i will start asking him questions so awesome what made you want to start playing music so i started playing music when i was four or five years old and i started playing the piano and that was just like what my parents wanted me to play. Mm-hmm. And, you know, in every Asian household, you know, you got that little music started. Yeah, yeah. A little kid, a young child. But um, gradually, you know, I decided that I enjoyed it. I enjoyed music a lot. And in, um, I picked up the violin in the fourth grade. And then up to this point, I've just been um, playing piano, violin, guitar, all that. And I just think that music is just something that it's such a broad subject that you could be so creative with and you could create almost anything pretty much with whatever comes to your mind, whatever emotions you have. And yeah, of course. It's a good representation of myself. Yeah, yeah. Awesome answer. So you pretty much answered my sub-questions. Yeah. So um, next question is, what bands have you been in? So previously, um, I have been in, I've been in a number of bands that have just gotten together for over the summer for like summer performances and con- concerts. But um, a few of them include Lucky Paper Cranes, which Colin, you've been part of. Also, I participated in your project with um, the Broken Clocks, which is your band. Mm-hmm. So, and I think part also, you know, in eighth grade. I had this variety show band, um, The Who, you know, with my name, my last name, <laughs> seeing the, similar to the actual Who. Yeah. You know, great. So yeah, I've been in a few bands, but not, not really a solid, you know, a solid band that's been you know, consistent, but yeah, I've been here, here and there with it. You think you're going to start a, like, try to start a solid band? Um... It's really hard to say. I think in the future, it's it's definitely possible. You know, it's definitely possible. And definitely really depends on what, where my interests lie strongly. And I think for me, I have a, a very, I have a variety of uh, interests. And I think definitely being in a band, you know, performing rock music and such like that is definitely something I could see myself potentially oh, okay. doing. Uh, so, in 
you said you were in a variety of bands. So what were the genres of the bands? Um, mostly in general, they were just alternative rock. We played a variety of rock songs. It was just your basic, you know, setup, drums, guitar, bass, vocals, you know. So pretty much just that, your typical garage band setting. Uh, okay. Uh, what instruments did you play in those bands? So in those bands, I played mostly guitar, you know, rhythm guitar. I also did sing lead and backup vocals. Also, most recently, I think, yeah, it was last summer. Um, I also performed some electric violin as well. So that was pretty fun. So yeah. recently you made a SoundCloud account. <laughs> yeah, I did. A few days ago, actually. And you released two songs called Beautiful Worlds and Colored People. So what's the story behind those two songs? Yeah, yeah, for sure. So in terms of Colored People, that's that was the first um, rap song, more or less, that I wrote. It's, uh, you know, hip-hop. Um, so that one, Colored People, is actually based on my English class. So we're actually doing a multi-genre essay. It's based on the book Beloved by Toni Morrison, and um, it's just a song with really, I believe, really connecting lyrics to the entire book throughout the chapters of the book. Mm -hmm. So definitely for those of you who have um, read that book, you could, you'll probably, you'll definitely connect to the song. What and about, then for Beautiful, oh, yeah, for beautiful World, keep on going. Like, so that one is, um, that's just something that I, that was, I came up with that like rather quickly, like. That was just like one night I sat down. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to write a song. And I just came up with like something that I was thinking like, it's a very positive song. It's a very, it's a song that really pushes. It's the intent of it is to make people feel positive and have become more determined and see the beauty in life. So it's definitely something that I would, I really like that encourages others. You know? I like it. So <laughs> what were the, how did you come up with the beats? So for the beats, I actually did, um, I just made, I just, I actually just looked up beats online, you know, like I, I looked up through just like, I just searched up online beats that, and whatever was uh, available, like there were free beats that I had mm -hmm. in terms of the melody. Some of them I just had to, you know, grab from different areas and just like combine them using Audacity. Which isn't a, so Audacity's not a great program. I still want to find like a better program, but as of now, it's the only one I've been using. So I just have to, you know, you know, put up with that. If you want, there's a DAW called um, Ableton where you could like make drums and record other instruments together. I see. Yeah. What's it called? Ableton? Yeah. Write down my notes. Okay. For sure, for sure. Okay. Thanks. So, um, how come you wanted to write the rap songs? Okay, so, yeah, definitely. That's a big change from, you know, my usual rock stuff and hip-hop. So, actually, this was like... So, I've listened to hip-hop before, just like not that much into it. But then, recently, I went on this orchestra trip to Nashville. And my friend, Ramsey... He actually started to introduce me to hip hop, and he's like, "Oh, come on, you gotta get with this. You know, this is like, once you go to college, you gotta know know these songs. You know." So I I started listening to hip hop again through his songs, and 
like it's, it's, it's a pretty good genre like you know i gr- gradually like came back to it if you can say that and because like hip-hop to me is just for the most part it's just musical poetry that you're putting down with your emotions your feelings you know making it into like a nice nice song that you want to use yeah of course uh two things one your mic kind of all right let me put it close to my <laughs> yeah, yeah there we it's go. like there we go. it happens uh, this is better right okay yeah of course all right yeah uh what were this uh, um wait what were the um artists that he showed you so what he showed me um you know got some migos you got kendrick lamar definitely Oh, I yes. started. I've never listened to Kendrick Lamar before, but then, after hearing album songs from Damn, like it was really nice. Like I thought his lyrics were very, you know, up there. Yeah, of course. Very nice quality. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, what were your inspirations when writing and recording the song? So, inspirations uh, for my two tracks that I put on Sangha. Mm-hmm. So for that, I guess. Definitely one is just from listening to rap recently. Another is just like thinking to myself when I'm listening to the rap, to these rap songs. I'm thinking, hey, you know what? These are just like a bunch of creative things that are, they can be so obscure or so normal. You know what I mean? Like you got those typical rap songs where, you know, just rapping. And, mm-hmm. and melody. Then you got other stuff like. You know, artists, artists like Ray Shremmerd and um, who else? Rich Brian. They take they take rap to another level because oh, yeah. they add so much stuff and like you know everything they do is like out of their creativity and imagination. And I think that that's something that interests me. And I think I have a you know a strong talent in that. And I tried it out and I thought you know it, it's pretty fun. And I'm looking forward to writing you know potentially more rap music and stuff. Uh, okay. Where did you record the songs? Okay, so these songs are really rough rec- recordings. I basically just went in my basement my where I, I set up my studio and stuff. I just basically blast out from my computer the melody, and then I recorded it with me singing on my phone. And mm-hmm. I tried to set it in a fashion where it's like... Your microphone, sorry. How about now? Yeah, that's good. Okay, so yeah, I just basically, you know, got phone, computer, and me. That's uh, pretty much it. <laughs> Nothing oh, okay. fancy yet, but I'm looking forward to like potentially doing something professional, like professionally mixing and recording stuff at oh, like okay. a real studio. Yeah, when I was listening to the songs, it sounded like you didn't mix or master it. So I was just yeah, wondering. I was wondering. Yeah, it's like, really, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just wondering, like, do you think you'll like? mix it yourself or like try to find someone to mix it for you uh, so for me i actually have pretty much no experience with mixing so i definitely want to learn about it and maybe seek guidance from someone like a professional or someone who has experience with it and yeah definitely maybe for the first few songs you know find a actual place to do that stuff but then in the future once i learn how to do it you know i think i could just do it myself from my studio. Oh, okay. Uh, do you think you will perform these songs? Um, <laughs> honestly, I mean, why not? You know, probably. That's these songs. Like, 
I mean, at least for Beautiful World, probably. Because yeah. um, the other one was for English. I'm not sure if I... I'm not sure if I'm going to perform it in general just because it's like something for school and not too many people know about it. But, you know, we'll see how it goes. Like, yeah. I'll see how things turn out. Next question. So on your Instagram, forever underscore the underscore who, you played in a band called the Gary Come Home Band. What's that? About? Oh, my gosh. Yes. I, yeah. That. So that that was a that was that, that counts as a band that I've been in. But. So the Gary Come Home Band was something I did for uh, our school's variety show. And it was basically a comedy slash music skit, if you could call it like that. And basically what happened was I was the electric violinist. And I was Plankton because we all had different Spongebob characters. So all of us, we just dressed up in costumes and we performed Gary Come Home. But we added like solos and... A lot of twists to it to make it like awesome and 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 the crowd and you know the crowd and audience loved it. They it was it was a great time. I I had a good time because I had a big solo and everyone loved it too. Everyone loved it, so it was amazing. So who was in the band? So um, I was on electric violin, and then we got Chance Deckard who was on the drums, and then Marshall Demergian was the piano player. And then Ronick was the saxophonist, and Mitchell Lee was the bass player, and then Lorenzo Ferro was the guitarist. Uh, okay. So did you all do vocals by any chance, or was it um, just Oh, no, it was... Oh, sorry, I forgot to mention. <laughs> Robert Kremen, sorry about that. Uh, Robert Kremen, he was the vocalist. He was he dressed up as SpongeBob, but he was the main singer. And the rest of us, we all just played, you know, played with him, like, background plus solos. So it was a fun time. I, okay. had a, I had a good time. Yeah, it was a good cool. time. Mm-hmm. So what's the story behind starting the band? Okay, so that came up when I think I was I didn't come up with it myself. I they, they kind of just asked me if I wanted to join. But Chance, I believe it was Chance, the drummer, and Marshall, the piano player, who wanted to do the variety show, but they wanted to come up with something musical, but also like they wanted to make something that's like, you know crazy you know like awesome something oh, that makes the crowd hyped and yeah. they i guess they just decided to do this spongebob song honestly at first i was like why are we doing this because i thought you know it's so stupid why are we doing a spongebob song but then like in the end you know it turned out to be great like we made it we we made it hilarious we had a whole powerpoint in the back like a whole powerpoint video playing while we were performing we got the lights like the whole setup during the variety show during the actual show was awesome and I, I'm, I'm really happy with the way it turned out. So, like, yeah, I guess Gary Come Home Band, just like, it was just like a once, one-time thing, I guess. It's nothing that probably, it probably will not continue. I mean, you know, always got that get back, you know, that, you know, what is it? Reunion? You know, yeah, reunion. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> yeah. For one more show. Exactly. <laughs> Maybe you guys will play at the senior show or something. Dude, honestly? Maybe, you know, you come come back, yeah. do that. Everyone's like, oh my gosh, it's dumb again. <laughs> uh, so, do you know the story of why the band was created? Um, uh, I kind of, I think, I kind of just like think it was Chance and Marshall. I mean, they were the main ones who created it, so 
like it, it started with them. I was just I just like jumped on bandwagon uh, and just like played with them because they oh. needed some more solos. Oh, I see. Mm-hmm. So next question. Which musicians do you think you'll perform with or perform with in general? Um, honestly, uh, I it's hard to say it now, but Colin, definitely, definitely you. You know, I look forward to meeting up with you again. We could do stuff like, you know, yeah, make make songs, perform. But like in terms of like other people, like in the Hinsdale area, honestly, we honestly for me, I don't know. Because, you know, from the people who are in the Gary Come Home band, most of them are jazz jazz musicians who do a lot of jazz work. Personally, I'm not a big jazz player. Like, I've done it before. I've played it, had that experience. But I'm mostly, like, I'm mostly a multi-genre, you know, contemporary, pop. Yeah, most mostly like that. Sometimes probably rock with my rock bands and stuff. But, yeah, as of now, hard to say, but definitely looking forward to performing with, like, new people and old people, old friends, you know. Yeah, of course. So, what's the music scene like in Hinsdale? Yeah, so the music scene in Hinsdale is... Mm, it's not that big, but definitely there are many musicians out there. Especially, like, my class, some of my classmates, like, there's this girl named Annie O'Malley. I don't know if you know her, heard of her. But she apparently she does like she goes around and sings a lot and plays her guitar. Also Sarah Steele, she's a guitarist and singer. She's pretty good. She makes she writes her own songs too. I see them on Instagram. Um, And then just in general, in general, there's just a lot of there's a lot of kids who do like band and you know marching band, orchestra. So like not not many people who actually take mu- music like seriously and like compose stuff but a lot of people who actually participate in music programs in Hinsdale. Uh, that's why okay. I mean. so i assume that you're part of the music programs then yeah yeah i'm in the high school the philharmonic orchestra and then also i played in the jazz band and just you know in general rock bands and stuff okay uh, next question what have you learned from the music business? So for the music business, I've learned that, you know, it's it's especially true that musicians, you know, they're paid to continue their work, you know. It's based on, like, the whole music business. It's like, like in, all of us is show, you know. In, in terms of, like, let's say, like, I had a, I started, I listened to K-pop for a while. And, like, K-pop, that, industry that whole entertainment industry that's a whole nother story it's a they've got it's all visual musical skills and you know connecting to the connecting to the audience and promoting worldwide and it's just such a flashy um world out there like for k especially for k-pop and it's it's really exciting but you know you got to come down to the end of it and realize that the whole thing you know it is a business people they're uh, the entertainment companies of like big k-pop groups you know they're making big money from these people that they who are these trainees who be official who uh potentially become idols and k-pop stars you know they they're becoming you know this is that's their that's basically how they get their revenue based on these performances and stuff and fan base you know yeah like yeah i think what's up no no go on um, yeah, like, I've heard that in the K-pop music industry, 
um, they these corporations like they train these um, musicians to be the big next thing for over and like for years. Right. Exactly. It takes. I I think I read somewhere it's like I don't even know. I think it takes like two years to like finally debut as a trainee. You know. Yeah. It takes a it takes a lot though like for a trainee. You know it yeah. takes a lot of it, it costs a lot to train a person. And that's why you know they they want they give them like they gotta like do their best and corporations like that. They do you think they, um what they do is right? Um, I I think I think it's um I think it's for the most part ethical because you know people are people who audition to become people who want to become K-pop idols they're auditioning to be it's their choice they're. They're choosing to want to, um, you know, live in these um, conditions to uh, potentially, like, you know, for it to all pay off and like become stars and like famous and stuff. And I think that it's reasonable because entertainment companies in general are known for, you know, being a good, just good companies in general and who train their um, trainees really well. But there are obviously. There were some, you know, court cases or just, you know, appeals that were like, you know, some entertainment companies were treating their trainees like as if they were products and not giving them like enough free time or, you know, stuff like that. Uh, but for the most part, I think it's it's a fair it's a fair industry because, you know, the the cycle there's it's, for the most part, you know, it's good. It's yeah, good, I see what you mean, like. You want, like, people are doing it because they want to, pretty much. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What's something that people get wrong about the music business? I think that most people, well, not most people, just, like, I feel like there's just, like, a tendency to think that if you, like, study music, if you, like, want to become a musician in the future, it's it's a really hard career because, like, people have the misconception or not misconception but like people generally have the idea that you know you can, you won't make it unless you're like really really talented or really really major but i think that i think that people who go into the music industry and like do business like that i think it's i think it's a great place cuz like they're doing what interests them their passions and even like when i when i was in nashville you know with the orchestra trip um, we met, I met a bunch of musicians who were, who weren't, who were not famous at all. You know, they were just like your local musicians slash, you know, music engineers in their local studios. And they just told from, um, their experiences, they, they, they love their job that it feels like it's basically just, um, doing something they love. And yeah, it's like, it's not, it's not what people think. People think that, you know, if you try to become a musician, it's, you're going to struggle you're gonna not find no one's gonna want to hire you mm-hmm. until like until you actually like you know put a lot of work out there in the long run but like i think music industry it's a very broad subject it's a very broad industry you could do anything creative you know you got you know beforehand it's just like classical music you know and like rock rock and roll pop and then now you got like pop and classical you know lindsey sterling the piano guys you know you got all these creative fusions if you could call it like that 
and like all these you know it's 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 a very you know i think it's got a it's got a lot of um potential to develop develop into a bigger bigger world you know with more creativity like that oh okay so what do you think of um the current music that is happening in the united states um i think definitely rap and hip-hop is a huge component in that you know it's so popular you know post malone all those rappers and stuff but i think that more and more there are more contemporary artists and i think that i think that definitely since in the chicago area there's not a lot of from rock rock and roll going on or like rock punk rock alternative rock mm-hmm. um but i think that in general the united states it's been pretty pretty stable with you know music i think it, i feel like it's growing like more and more people you know you, you go on instagram you see like you see like a bunch of different people who are, you know, oh, musician or musician slash band and stuff who just do their own stuff, you know. So what can people expect from the future? With music? Yeah. Or with uh, your I think music, at least. With my, okay. Um, I think that for me, I definitely want to continue writing songs and learning more about music. You know, music is something that is basically a part of my life forever. I I actually wrote my college application on music, my common essay, and I just in that I just talked about how I just enjoy teaching and spreading music to others while also continuing to learn about it and composing music. Mm-hmm. And it's cuz like I'm able to express my feelings in these compositions and stuff and it's taught me it's taught me a lot. It's ta- music taught me you know, the power of teamwork, you know, when you're playing the band. It's also taught me, you know, the value of, you know, persistence. You know, you gotta, you can't, because like sometimes, you know, you're writing a song and all of a sudden you're like, oh, I, it's it's too hard. You know, I can't, I, I kind of mess this up and you just, you know, throw it out. But I think it's a matter of like a mix of creativity and perseverance that makes like composing like what, what, it, what it should be. And I think music also taught me, you know, gratitude, you know, because... I have to thank my parents, you know, who started me off of music, all these teachers I've had, my piano teachers, violin teachers, all these people who influenced me with music. And I think that with all these all of these experiences and learn and education, I could definitely continue on. I think I have a really good um future in front of me um with writing music just as a hobby and creating, you know, something new for the people. So something that's like something that I can enjoy and people who listen to my music will enjoy as well. Do you think at some point you're going to be in the music business? Yeah, I I did take that into consideration. I was thinking like I don't know if you've heard of Two Steps from Hell, but that's like a that's a that's like a music business where they just make scores of like epic music with like orchestras and stuff. And they sell that, and they they sell that to movies and soundtracks and stuff. I think that that was that was a at one point something that interested me. You know, going to the music business and doing something with something that's my passion as well as like you know something like business. You know, that's like a more um, you know a more more of a an actual major, I guess. You know. Uh, so as of now, I don't know. I I think. 
definitely something I'd be interested in, but who knows? Yeah, if I have that opportunity, I would definitely try it out. Is it Music a is... company? Um, Two Steps from Hell is a... Yeah, it's like a musical... It's like two people, basically, who have this yeah company, music company, that record and make music, um, sound like just like songs, like um, epic music that they sell to like, you know, movies and like other stuff, soundtracks. So what's the process exactly of getting in to Two Steps from Hell? I think Two Steps from Hell. I, so like personally, I'm not saying like I want to join them in part two. I'm saying like maybe something similar, like similar. to what they're doing. Oh, yeah. Okay. So what what they do is just like they it's like they they definitely like start from scratch, you know, two guys who love music and who just want to get together, record a bunch of, you know, creative like epic music, you know, got different melodies and like orchestral stuff. And then they definitely like hire they definitely like make it into a they make it a whole into a like a legit business. They got they hire orchestras, they hire probably sound engineers, tech tech engineers and stuff like that and they just like make um they make revenue from that in general uh, okay i think that's like a great thing for me because you know got interest got what i'm interested in plus you know making a living you know uh okay so do you think for your um soundcloud um you would try find other people to um like collaborate um yeah, as of now, I'm definitely a very I'm I'm an I'm an amateur in this SoundCloud, you know, rap stuff. But definitely, I think as if I if I continue on this track and if I continue, you know, writing new songs, I think it'll be I think it'll be great that people who hear my music will want to collaborate with me, or if I collaborate with others, I think I think it's something that's feasible, oh, okay. for sure. Do you think you will start a band again? Um, why well, start a band again? Um, I mean, it's possible because, like, it's you know, again, I I enjoy music as a whole. I love a variety of music genres. I think my 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 love of rock music, alternative music, and in the band scene still has not faded, and it's still part of me. Mm-hmm. So for sure, I could definitely see that to be something you know maybe even combine band like rock rock stuff with like hip-hop maybe like rapping you know got that red hot chili peppers slash lincoln park stuff you know combine the two rap rock stuff like that but yeah something that you know i would definitely not not shy away from in the future if you weren't playing music what would you be doing instead Oh man, um, I would. Let's see. Definitely continue doing stuff in the business world, cause that's like the. That's what I want to study in college, business. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I did. I if I weren't doing music, I guess I would see myself, you know, working for a big company, like joining joining a corporation you know work for google work for microsoft something like that that'd be pretty fun yeah you know that interests me as well i definitely want to say as of now you know i think it'd be great to stay in chicago 
because uh, Chicago's yeah. Chicago's probably my favorite city, and my favorite city of all because like it's a nice, it's a very diverse place, and I could see myself, you know, living in Chicago and then going to work at like a company, uh, a so business. Well, that is all the questions I have for this podcast. Thank you so much for um, letting me interview you. Awesome, awesome, for sure. Yeah, man. Anytime. It was a, uh, it was a good time. Yeah. We could. Uh, I'm glad we uh, got to catch up and stuff. Yeah, of course. Colin, thanks. Thanks again, man. I like this opportunity that you gave me to interview me. No problem, man. Thanks for letting me interview you. For sure, for sure. Let me know. So, like, like, send me a snap and say like, oh, yeah. when, whenever you're done, whenever it's up and stuff. Of course, of course. Okay, cool. see ya. All right, man. I'll see you later. Okay, bye. And that concludes the first episode of this podcast. Thank you for listening. If you want to listen to Kaidi's music, his links will be in the description as well as his social media. If you have any suggestions or comments about the podcast, please email me. My email will be in the description as well. I would highly appreciate it. Once again, thank you for listening. See you next time.